right welcome everybody back to philippines uh how how hangouts this i'm your host edwin and oh my gosh i'm actually not, here not in the fabulous whereby machine <laughs> is pam pam is here i'm in actually studio. in the studio physically physically in the studio it's like it's like the the um pandemic never happened <laughs> yeah wow this is a change I didn't, ah. <laughs> I didn't actually have to turn on the whereby machine today. Um, well, you know so, what? <laughs> I'm sure everybody's trying to figure, find out why Pam is here in studio. Where were we in what? Well, two hours ago. So we were actually at the Carinderia this morning at 11 a.m. because we were both hungry. And we just kind of figured, well, since since we're both here, and right now, uh, right now, I think cases are kind of on the low down, and hopefully they'll stay low. Hopefully. Right. And so, um, yeah, I I think it was time that it was safe to be back at the studio. Yes. Also, we just ate a ton of food. Oh my gosh, it was so good. And the studio just happened to be closer. <laughs> Yes. At least for me. For me. <laughs> it was so good. Um, the current area, which happens like every, what, first of the month or something? Um, every Sunday. Actually, I or, want... Or every Sunday, yeah. Sun I, want, I want to shout out to the Philippine Center of Minnesota. I don't know if it's because they overheard our podcast about our complaint <laughs> or whatever, but I saw on their Facebook page that when they posted the Karinderia event for today, they actually scheduled for all the all the months like up to that's november nice. that's nice and it's not always the first sunday so please check out their their facebook page yes. for the events there are times like in july since you know july 4th is a special weekend yep the calendria is on the second sunday so just double check before you make the trek out there to uh yeah check out their page yeah um if you I, happen to stop by in the, in the Twin Cities and it's a Sunday and it, they're there, it's definitely, it's 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 a gem. It's a great place <laughs> to uh, get brunch. Yes. I had what? I had lichon when I was there. You bought all the I, stuff. I bought, <laughs> I bought all the stuff. Pam comes up to me and is like, what are you getting? Every and I said everything. <laughs> and, and he did. Yeah. I got longanisa. I got um, Lichon, Dinoguan, <laughs> what else? I got, um, oh geez, there's like that that stew with the uh, with tomatoes and chicken and potatoes and I don't remember what it's called, but it's, Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's yeah, one I'm of my favorites. And I got that. I got the... Um, Listen, I got some Ensamida because I can't leave without the, getting some Ensamida from that place. They had, I didn't get it, but they did have spaghetti, but I don't know if it was a, like the quintessential signature Filipino spaghetti with banana sauce. Um, it was Indai's Kitchen that supplied that Filipino spaghetti. They did say that it was very similar to the hop of uh, the Jollibee. The Jollibee one? So okay. I would assume that it did have that banana ketchup, the sweetness of it in it. Um what I got was I got 
I got the stew. Yep. I got the longanisa with rice, of course. Of course. I got. Um, I actually skipped out on the Filipinos spaghetti, and I actually uh, tried in Dice Kitchen's. How was it? Ube. Tur- is it turon? Turon. Yeah. Yeah. And you had you actually took a bite out of it. I had a little, yeah. I took a bite out of it. What did you think of it? It was good, but you know it had that like, like char taste, like you would get in a turon. That's the you after know, the aftertaste. The aftertaste, so, yeah. I mean, I usually I I'm more used to it having banana in there rather than ube, so that was kind of a different. I mean, thing. it was still sweet. Oh yeah. The what was it? They put it on some type of syrup. Is it maple syrup? Something like that. It, it it's it's really... not maple syrup, but it's something. I think okay. I want to say it's like some kind of like lactic of some sorts. Okay, it was really like sweet. Yeah, not as sweet as bar- uh, banana cue is what uh, they had before. Oh jeez, I kind of miss that. But yeah, I mean, I, I was I liked it. I liked it, and then we will try this other snack that we got. Yes, that's a surprise. That's coming in the okay. end of the show. So. It's something that Pam got <laughs> during the Carinderia, so yeah. stay tuned for that. Also, I just want to say a um, couple things, okay? Where's the hupia? <laughs> Where okay. was the hupia? I will. I think I'm speaking for like most of the vendors there. It's a rotating menu. I know, but they will <sighs> have it next time. Okay. They wanted to. There's only so much that Where's they could the bring out on the table. It's okay. I am. I am very grateful that someone did remember to bring the ensamida. Thank you for that. Yes. I was just missing the hopia. Or and, and oh wait a minute, no, Angela did get it. It like was that, the uh, ensamida ube. The, yeah, she got, but she also got the um. Oh, what is that yeah, thing? Like the, the lechapuan sort of thing, which is good. I might end up eating the whole thing. Um, <laughs> just, because just don't. Just watch your show. <sighs> I know. I gotta take my meds. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, so it was good. So it's definitely something to so, to experience. Yeah, we're just sitting back, relaxing. Yeah. If we had hollow hollow, we would have it. But really, seriously, we don't have enough room. We we don't have enough. We're room barely awake right now. I had I had to get some caffeine drink <laughs> just to stay awake and talk. Yeah, it's- I was I was afraid I could be useless during this podcast because I ate too much. It was just that good. Anyway, and- <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, let's let's talk while the yeah. food digests. What have you been up to? Uh, you know what I've been. <laughs> Okay, so I'm done with my exam. I don't know if I talked about it in this podcast. I know I did talk about my other pod- in the other podcast that Pam and I are, are in, but I'm done with my exam. Woo-hoo. And so I leveled up. And <laughs> so I have a lot of time on my hands um, that I usually would have reserved for, for studying. So I was, I was flipping through YouTube and... I ran across this thing called Pinoy Trucker. Oh, and it's okay. this dude. It's this dude. I, I think he's from... I want to say he's he's definitely Visayan because I can understand what they're talking about sometimes. He's definitely Visayan. He sometimes switches between like Tagalog and Visaya. But he's up in the Yellowknife. And if anybody has ever seen Ice Road Truckers... 
I barely remember that it's show. Those, yeah, it's those dudes who, you know, those guys up there in, like, Yellowknife going up into, like, Inuvik and, like, bringing, like, these huge loads, like, on on the ice road. Yeah. And apparently there's a bunch of Filipinos up there doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And they're coming from... Um, they're coming from the Philippines. There's these guys, these guys who are, you know, normally like commercial truckers in the Philippines. Right. Right. And they're over, some of them are overseas Filipino workers and they were getting hired by these trucking companies up in Northern Canada to haul loads because they can't find enough truckers truckers up there. Okay. So they've been bringing like these Filipino truckers from the Philippines Give them like a six week, like course to get their their class one CDLs for, for the for Canada. Yeah, and they go through like this intensive training. You know, like they have to be like supervised by like like a veteran in the company to do ice road trucking and all that stuff. But by the time they're done, it's a way for them to actually immigrate into canada and okay yeah and there's filipinos like they want full yeah. On, yeah full you know full-on filipino you know immigrants are up in like yellow knife it was kind of like he goes into a into a uh like a grocery store and he starts talking beside it to a to a person checking him out oh and it's like there's Filipinos up in Yellowknife. I would never, <laughs> I would have never thought. I know, I know that there are are like, there is a big like a Filipino community up in Canada. I just don't know where. I think it was in the Toronto area. Yeah, there's a bunch in Toronto, but yeah. I had no idea they were as north as, well. like in the you know above the Arctic Circle. It's not really like the natural habitat for the, the Filipinos. Well, I, guess, I mean, but... hello, we live in Minnesota. Could yeah, you really I know. right? Yeah. <laughs> But it was kind of funny because the thing was he was like his fil- his show is like is in you know in Tagalog or Visayas. So people in the in the Philippines are watching this guy, right? Uh-huh. Experiencing crazy cold minus fifty degree weather in in Yellowknife and he's like explaining what he has to put on, mm-hmm. you know, like like the layers and layers of stuff that he has to put on and then he's like, you know, if you don't do this you know, like you're gonna freeze your face off, and you know, it's like going. He goes like going to a, you know, going to a commercial cooler, you know, where they keep ice, and that's not even cold compared to this. He's like that, and he has like these like little sit down sessions with other like Filipino truck drivers. That's oh, cool. you know, like they're having like dinner mm-hmm. in in the, one of the trucks, and they're like they have like like chicken and rice and adobo yeah. and, and all this other stuff and you know like you know they're like where's the where's the toyo you know like that and they've got like in this <laughs> thing and they're they're passing around they're like telling stories and and it was just interesting how they're living their life up there as you know one of them is actually a resident of Yellowknife. Okay. And they would go to his house and have like like a little get together with like food and stuff like that, That's which cool. made me really hungry for Filipino food. So this morning, <laughs> this morning satisfied my craving. 
I sincerely <laughs> hope so, Edwin. You bought a lot of food. Oh, it satisfied my craving. I was just like, oh my gosh, that's okay. That hits the spot. Uh, one thing that I like <laughs> about that whole idea of having a Panoi Trucker channel on YouTube is that not only do you like, you see it through an, the eyes of an immigrant. Yeah. In Canada, and also it exposes the trucking. Uh, industry. Yeah. And also on top of that, it's in, Visa in Visayan yeah. too. So, as you know, as someone, you know, that used to speak or understand Visayan, I mean, that's a great way of, you know, of getting relearning yeah. the language. Yeah. So it's interesting um, how it really is interesting how, you know, that I'm seeing a lot of like, you know, like, People that I would have never thought that I would like experience because, you know, like I don't really speak Visayan that much, you know, in everyday life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then, you know, flipping through YouTube, all of a sudden, lo and behold, here's this dude driving a truck in the ice roads, like speaking, you know, Visaya. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> oh, I know. I know so, what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. It's like, holy crap. I know exactly what he's saying. And so anyways, that's. You know, I, I subscribe to his channel. Um, it's Pinoy Trucker. Just you know, YouTube it, and you know, and you'll see what he's what he is up to. He's got like an entire like playlist of cha of, of shows that he that uh, he taped over the over the season from last year, and he does you know, and he also drives the truck down into like into the United States, and he's and. Apparently, it's not his first time. Like, mm -hmm. apparently, he's been to, like... He drove a truck in Saudi Arabia. Like, he went... He was an OFW there. Oh, okay. So, it's kind of like... It's kind of everywhere. So... Okay. So, it's interesting. If, you want to, if you're interested, check it out. It's Pinoy Trucker on YouTube. So, Pam, what have you... Uh, to be honest, I haven't really done anything <laughs> uh, Filipino-related much. However, I had to make a stop at... Uh, Asian Mart. Asian Mart is, is I think Filipino. Oh, very, very much so. Yeah, Asian Mart is located <laughs> in Burnsville, which is closer to, kind of close, I should say, uh, my neck of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Edwin has the. Has, I have Philippine Village. You have here. Philippine Village. I have Asian Mart. Yeah. That's in Burnsville. So I was. I actually needed to buy rice, and you know me, since I'm a Filipino. And I love my rice. I had to buy like the big bag. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, it's it's best to go to an Asian store to buy those big bags. Because yeah. if you go to Cub, they're so tiny <laughs> in comparison. It's like, oh, we're low on, on rice already. And plus they don't, they are just not as good as the Three Lady or the White Rabbit. Those are those are the two. Those are best. the those are the creme de la creme of jasmine rice here in the United States. Yes, yes, I I would have to agree. <laughs> so I had to do that, and then I did my perusing of Asian Mart, and I did find some interesting gems. One of the gems that I bought, I showed you yesterday at our D and D session, and you're like, you began salivating. It was <laughs> it was the ube pandesal. Which is based, pandesal is the bread. Yep. And there was ube in it. Ube is the purple yam. Yes. So, actually, you know what? It's, I'm, my husband likes ube more than me, which is interesting. Um, But, you know, 
It adds just the hint of sweetness to the bread. And normally I don't eat bread by itself. So with this ube pandasal, you, it, it was fine alone. I had it, I normally have it with tea because I'm a tea person. Um, but yeah, no, no butter needed or anything really. No spread. I, I just eat it straight out of the bag. It's dessert. It's it could be a dessert, dessert or it could also be a snack too. It's like it's like saying it's like saying um like muffins and donuts is breakfast food. No, it's not. It's dessert. It's <laughs> it's dessert. It's breakfast dessert. Um but yeah, uh unfortunately, uh, the bread itself isn't locally in Minnesota. It was no. actually from Chicago. Chicago, is which is another huge like Filipino hub. Oh yeah. Of things. I'm sorry, they have a jolly bee Should over there, okay? We are working <laughs> on it. I have I am not losing hope that Minnesota will get their own jolly bee very soon. If they, they have their own jolly bee. If they don't don't burst my bubble, Edwin. <laughs> and I've heard they had a red rob red ribbon there too, so I still have I still have yet to try red ribbon. Oh my god. Red ribbon is like our what is it equivalent to here? It's it's like like a roulette bakery, probably. No. It's like a Dunkin' Donuts. Ah, uh, like well, well, they don't specify only uh, in donuts though. No, but it's basically like a pastry shop with a with a, and it's like prepackaged. Like you can get like Ensamida and Hopia there. It's they're in like every, they're like in every airport in the Philippines. I think. I think the one Filipino bakery for me growing up was Goldilocks. Oh yeah, Goldilocks is the same. They're like that. They're like Is it the same company or different? Different company. Different okay. Yeah, but they're they're competitors. So But you are on team uh I'm in team anything. Oh <laughs> when it comes to Philippine pastries. As long as they do the Philippine uh foods. Oh heck yeah. Edwin is on your team. <laughs> I am not. I am not. Uh, if, and here's the thing: the way that you guys can sway me and what team I hearken to and will will put up the flag for, open up in the Twin Cities, and then, and then you'll we'll talk about endorsements. <laughs> We're already endorsing. <laughs> <laughs> but as of now, I am team anything that has to do with Filipino food. So. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Jolly B, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, you have Smash Brothers here. Or Smash Burger. Come oh. on. <laughs> Let's come on. Chop chop. Let's, let's keep going. Was that a pun? What? Chop chop. Chop chop. Ha ha ha. Oh, never mind. Anyway. <laughs> Shall right, we move on? <laughs> yeah, let's move on. We got some a bunch of stateside news to uh to tell to talk about here. Okay, so a couple of things. Um, this was just uh, who was it? Someone came up to us over at um, over at oh the, at the Carinderia at the Carinderia, and remind us about um, a storytelling workshop that's happening with um, uh, that's pretty much a lot of the organizations are involved with, including yeah, there's PSFA, CSFA, Philippinex. Yeah, uh, KFI, uh, firm, um, the APARC, pretty much 
It's a it's Asian a, Pacific it's a good American, yeah. So it's a good it's it doesn't have you know it's a bunch of people you know it's a bunch of organizations that are gonna create do a workshop about storytelling exercise um, and the theme of it is navigating solidarity through community. So yeah. it is happening on April twelfth, Tuesday, which is. Not this week, but next week. Yes. yes. Well, at the time of recording. I don't <laughs> at know time when of the recording, yeah. So, yeah. So, it's at from 6 to 8. PM. It's at the Mississippi Room at Memorial Union. That's on the University, the of, Minnesota. University of Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. So, something to um, think about going. Um, there's going to be a bunch of people there. Um, I I can't promise anything. I'm going to try to be there. I mean, it yeah. sounds interesting. What I like about it is that it's, uh, it's trying to... Um, gather everyone underneath the filipino american like umbrella they also cover those you know philippine x so it, yeah so especially it's 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 a welcoming to the queer community um i mean it'll be interesting because i see that there's a guest speaker it'll be interesting on what that guest speaker has to say mm-hmm. and i would like to know what how can you know the current filipino communities how can they be more engaging to the other communities yeah um yeah i mean it's it looks interesting i know like um you know they were talking you know a person was going around that during the during the current area just talking about it so it's one of the I mean, we get this many people, many many organizations come together like this to do a do something solid as as um, you know talking about you know like GLBTQ and um, you know in a PETA. It's it's kind of a you know something that doesn't really get out there much in uh-huh. terms of storytelling. So. I think it's good. If you want to join in, um, yeah, that's again Tuesday, April 12th, 6 to 8 p.m. in the Mississippi Room in the Memorial Hall. I'm oh, sorry, Memorial Union at the University of the University of Minnesota. University Campus. Yeah. I think it's yeah, the that's East. That's a local one. I think that's the East Bank, right? It is East Bank. The yes. bigger yeah. the bigger <laughs> campus. Yeah. Um, if you want more information or if you want to RSVP, you could find it on the CSFA uh, Facebook page. It's also located on the Philippine the Philippine X. Uh, webpage as well is collab so i'm hoping i'm hoping to make it and if i do make it i hope to see s- other listeners <laughs> mm-hmm. if they're there um so there's that and there's an and just a reminder that there will be a philippine day summer fiesta that's going on sunday july 17th from 12 to 4 at the ojibwe park in woodbury mm-hmm. Um, I, I I believe this is supposed to like. This is the Philippine day. This is the Philippine day. It, so, it normally takes place in March. Uh, that huge uh, yeah. like stadium or whatever. It usually takes place like March twenty, like third week, third Sunday of March, which is you know which is past. Yeah. And but now they're doing it because they're trying to still they're still observing COVID and stuff like that so they wanted to do it outside to be more safer so i commend to that um and yeah so july 12th Uh, it's uh july 17th 17th it's a sunday yep um 
There will be food, there will be arts and crafts, uh, music, dances, games, shopping. You are free to wear your Filipino attire if you have any. Otherwise, you can yeah. just come as you are. Um, again, this is the ho- it's hosted by the CSFA. More information, go to their webpage, yep. the RSVP there. I think I think I think both of us will definitely be there. Probably. <laughs> if you have if there's if there's food there, there would be a big chance that we're we're going to be get, there. How to get Pam and Edwin to do a Philippine thing? <laughs> Doesn't take much. Just just, just say food, cook Philippine for us. Food? Yep, yeah. and then we'll be there. <laughs> um, <laughs> another news. This isn't really in Minnesota, but do you want to highlight? Yeah, this was a this was a new thing to me. Um, historic the historic Filipino town in Eastern. Eastern Gateway Project was installed back in April 1st. Now, in LA, there's a Filipino town, been there forever. Um, it's like it's like Chinatown, right? Or yeah. a little Italy. But for, Filipi- Filipi- but for Filipinos. But for Filipinos, yeah. yeah. Philip- oh, there's a lot of Filipinos in LA. There's a lot of Filipinos in, in, in California. Well, that, you also have to think that's so. also like the first place that the Philippines go to. Yeah, it's <laughs> where do I go when I go to the Philippines? Where where do I have to stop first before I go to the Philippines? It's usually LA. Yes. And trying to navigate through LAX, trying to find that, what is it, Terminal 1 or something like that, the International Terminal, doing that, that like seven terminal hike. Yeah, down the down the <laughs> down the street. Um, it's usually in LA. That there's a reason for that because there's a lot of Filipinos and there's a lot of flights coming out of LA to go to like Manila, straight to Manila. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, there's a little there's a Filipino town there, and they got they on the eastern side of Filipino town is they created a um, a gateway, um, which is like a big you know like like a big like arc looking thing. That says you know Phil, you know you've entered like Filipino town that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it was a five hundred eighty-seven thousand yeah. dollars project. Um, it's officially called Talangabay, our guiding star. Ah, oh, so, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, star structure will be installed. It was installed on Friday. Some paintings and final aesthetic touches will continue. Uh, well, continue last Saturday. And after many years, countless meetings, and a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, I'm proud to share that the historic Filipino town Eastern Gateway will be installed and unveiled this spring, O'Farrell said in February when he announced that the gateway would be installed before May. So that's Councilman, that's Councilman Mitch O'Farrell uh, saying that. Oh, okay. So Cool. The gateway was designed by Filipino-American artist Alessio Art Silva and Celestino uh, Geronimo Jr. They incorporate Filipino cultural symbols, including a parole, which is a Filipino ornamental lantern. <laughs> of course. You better have that. Yeah. <laughs> the Gumamila flower, which is the viscous flower, which I have one in my backyard. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, to pay tribute to uh, to pay tribute to frontline workers and the Siramanok. Sorry, Manok. The Sari Manok. The Sari Sari Star Sari Manok. Sorry. <laughs> Which is a legendary bird originating in the Filipino island Mindanao. Okay. And a pretty good brand of soy sauce. Uh, 
throw that in there. Go ahead and throw that in there. It's a fitting tribute to many courageous men and women of the front lines, brave warriors such as our numerous Filipino healthcare workers. Thank you. Yes. <clears throat> so for all those, I know I have family in that too, so that's a good thing. Uh, Silva said in June 2020 when the Gateway's design was unveiled, the Gateway not only signals that Filipino Americans have finally arrived, it also symbolizes the valor of the frontliners in our city. So, good job. That's great. That's great news. It's a good monument for all the Philippine, the Filipinos, both from the past and yeah, the present. Yeah, and there's a there's a there's a there's a lot of history of Filipinos in in, in California. In that, yeah. So, and my favorite is the whole uh, the nurses. It's again both fitting historically and relevant to now. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's um, that's that is all we have for stateside. What is going on in the Philippines? So we got more than a month to go for the main ninth. Um, Election. election thing in the Philippines to figure out who the heck is going to run that country. Okay. So. (laughs) Where are we at now? So the leader, according to several polls in the Philippines, the leading front runner right now by quite a bit. Last time I saw, I think it was like an average of 40, 40 points above the next person is Bung Bung Marcos Bongbong Jr. Bongbong Marcos Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had to think about that. <laughs> I had to think about that. So, so Ferdinand Marcos Jr. Um, is leading by quite a bit. And the huh. and Sarah Duterte for the vice president is leading. I think she just hit over the 50% mark. Uh. So, <laughs> it is... It, things are going to have to happen really pretty... Things are going to have to happen really drastically for that thing to change. Right. And, you know, it's just one of those things where, um, you know, this is the Filipinos deciding who their, who their elected leaders are going to be. And um, I think the next person, Robredo, is like like at 10 or something like that, 10 or 12. And then you've got... Um, and then you've got Pacquiao and that guy from the, the, the guy from Manila, I don't remember his name, but both of them are equal tied at 8%. That's not good. So, <laughs> so well, that's, that's how big the gap is. That's how I big think, the spread is. Do you remember our, like the, when we first heard of the next election that we like casted in our, our like little prediction, I'm already losing because <laughs> I thought you know, since Pacquiao was probably the most popular, that he would probably be yep. in the lead. But then that whole thing with him and Duterte, Duterte happened, yep. and I think <clears throat> that brought him down. It could have been. It didn't make him any. It. I mean. I mean, it didn't make him you, less popular, but I'll say it. You know, I'll, I'll say it again. What I said before is that you want to talk about like divisions in <laughs> divisions of politics and and viewpoints and all that stuff you know opposing viewpoints 
Philippines is pretty, it's, it's up there with the United States, you know. I don't know which one's worse, Philippines or the United States in terms of like, I mean, how divided a country can be. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the thing. And then you've got a lot of the OFWs, you know, out, out in the international that's also going to be voting in this, uh, in this election. So, and they've got their own views. And right. Yeah. So it is, it is what it is. And I can't say, I don't live in the Philippines. I have relatives that live in the Philippines. Yeah. You know, and, but there's, you know, I have to say there are people in my family who are definitely for Marcos. Yeah. And they've told me why. And I mean, it's legitimate. I mean, one of the biggest things in terms of, uh, what people worry about there in the Philippines is is political corruptness. And I don't mm. know if Marcos would be the person to do that. I mean, she, his family has history, but people remind me that Marcos is not his, his you know, he's not his father. They're, yeah. You know? So, yeah. and they made huge headway in trying to sort of do a lot of PR and stuff like that for the Marcos family name. Um, I've never seen it because I don't live in the Philippines. Right. But... I mean, the Terte. I mean, the the Terte family is is powerful in the Philippines. I mean, you know, especially in my neck of the woods in the Philippines, Davao City. Their name there is. I mean, it's like, it's like, what. It's like what the Kennedys are in Massachusetts, or the Bush family is in Texas. It's like that. <laughs> so, well. you know, it's is because they literally put the Davao City on the map, you know? Yeah. Well, a lot of people regard Davao City as sort of like, was equivalent to like flyover country in the United States. Mm -hmm. Like nobody really looked after it. They they consider us as like, you know, that's like, who cares? Nothing happens there. There's always war there because of, you know, Muslim and the Abu Sayyaf and all that stuff. MPA, <laughs> you know, right. that sort of thing. But... You know, they, you know, a lot of people in the Philippines, especially in Davao City, told me that the Duterte's really cleaned up Davao City. <laughs> so, whether which way, how they did that might not be as, you know, as tasteful <laughs> as, as what might would, one might would expect. But, you know, <sighs> it's something, you know, it's, it is something to, you know, Depending on what your flavor is, is either you're you think it's a good thing or a bad thing. The problem so, the problem with politics is yeah. that how can we really tell who is the corrupted one and who yeah. really is in it for change? Because I'm pretty sure that there are some politicians that are serious about it. But oh, it's most definitely it's just that whole we've heard this before. It is. And that's <laughs> the thing. Like a lot of people a lot of people want change over there in terms of like you know, corrupt and all that stuff. Who is really corrupt? Who isn't corrupt? Who's? It's just like here in the United States. Oh yeah. You know. And you also have to be <laughs> mindful that this is the election. They are gonna yeah. try to sell it to you that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that person. They've done this thing before. Don't you dare vote for him. Vote for me. I am. The, yeah. I'm the. But there was Pacquiao was saying something <laughs> along the lines in one of his rallies, like, "Don't forget, you know." Don't forget, you know, people power 1986, what have you, that sort of thing. You know, it's like, you know, don't forget what happened, you know, like yeah. trying to like rein in like the name of Marcos and that sort of thing. You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, it does put a flag in my, 
you know, on top of my head, you know, when yeah. when I hear that name because of you history. Know, yeah, because of history. You but know. then again, as you said before, you don't know how that family has progressed, if any. Yeah. Because you don't live there. I don't live there. Yeah. And we don't and personally we have Edwin and I, we haven't seen any of like any of their election ads or yeah or their statements because really can we really go by what they're saying i don't you know it's just when i watch philippine news i watch what's going on over there and it's like it just it just feels like it just feels like 2016 all over again like 2015 like you know all the mudslinging all of the you know yeah like, all of you know it's it's politics and it's it's ruthless campaigning you know and i'm just fortunate i mean it's you know even though that there are rules there's common like rules in the philippines and when you can start campaign campaigning and when it ends you know it's not like here in the united states where presidential campaigns start after the next the person gets elected <laughs> right you know? yeah so it's it is a um it'll be interesting what happens but my i think my money is that marcos jr is going to be the next president of the philippines and duterte is going to be sir duterte is going to be the vice president and i mean you know, you know we can hope and pray that you yeah. know that it could be for the best for the philippines yeah i mean i mean is i don't know if anybody really knows about the philippines in terms of their government but they're a unitarian government when I say Unitarian, think of France, how they do theirs, how, what their what their government is, right? Think of, think of like full, absolute federal, you know, federal government, right? It's like, you know, what the federal government say goes. That's what is in the Philippines, you know. Mm -hmm. Like there are provincial governments in the Philippines, you know, but they're, but the 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 you know the philippine government can overrule it right okay and i mean one of the things that um um how i just escaped my name political political federal i don't know it's like the federal uh, it's know. the federal <laughs> it's the federal party of the philippines is essentially what it is the center right gov uh party uh -huh. created in 2018 right yeah. Off of the people who are for um, Duterte, right? Mm -hmm. Created their own party back in 2018. What they're off, what they're after, in major part of their platform is federalizing the Philippine government, giving more power to the provinces. Yeah. You know, and that sort of thing, right? Okay. Think of, you know, state you know state power over federal power here in the united states right it's basically right. what it is yeah so and that's what they're after and people seem to really you know like that so let's see what it's very interesting what's happening you know philippines right now is is on the map more boys on one there's a bunch of people on you know there's a bunch of artists in the grammys that are up for awards yeah. you know <laughs> and like changing got, for, to a lighter tone to a lighter tone yeah i mean philippines is on the map you know and and um it's you know whether it's pop culture or if it's politics or if it's you know travel 
<laughs> you know. Or food, Jolly Bee. Or food, Jolly Bee. <laughs> Jolly Bee. Minnesota, hello. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, so that's the latest thing, latest news over in the Philippines. You know, other things too. I mean, it's the same thing as here in terms of like, you know, fuel prices over there are skyrocketing. Yeah, it's you know, everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. You know, so it's... You know, and apparently, you know, they're they're figuring out how to how to sort of like subsidize that over there. It's really interesting time in the Philippines. Um, the um, tourism has opened up again mm-hmm. in the Philippines. There's a mass load of people in in the Philippines that, that are going into the Philippines because they have family there. I know there was this one guy. I don't know if he came from the United States, but I was watching Philippine news. But he couldn't see his wife for like two years. <laughs> Is it because of the pandemic? Because or? of the pandemic. Yeah. You know? So he finally got to travel back to the Philippines to oh, see good. his wife. Oh, good. So okay. things like that. So there's some happy stories there. Um, anyways, so that's what's going on in the Philippines. And what are we up to okay. now? Okay, for a lighter note... We Pam men- brought show and tell. We met well. We mentioned food, or taste and tell. Yes, we mentioned food. We in fact we mentioned food a bunch of times during this episode. <laughs> um, so we actually yes we went to the Carinderia. I mentioned that I bought something from from Indice Kitchen, I believe. Thank you, Indice Kitchen. It was actually a snack. It's in uh, its own bag. Apparently, this is a product of the Philippines. It was manufactured there from jbz food corp it's called ding dong no it's not there was cele- <laughs> no it has okay. nothing to do with the celeb the okay. celebrity that i have a crush on shush <laughs> dang it <laughs> <laughs> i knew you were going there although so. i will have to say they need to find a better name ding dong they really need to find a better name sorry yeah uh, <laughs> i'm pretty sure but they want who was this by? They, they wanted to do something, you know. JBC Food Corp? Yes. You need to find a better name. Oh, come on. Ding Dong. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, so what Ding Dong is, it's a snack mix. Think of your, like, like the peanuts snack that you... It's like mix. a Chex Mix. Yeah. This one is actually a mixture of cornic, green peas, cracker nuts, peanuts... And was it fava beans? Mm. Is that is that how you say it? Fava? Yeah. So if you have a peanut, soy, or wheat allergy, this isn't for you. I'm it's sorry. Definitely not for you. So yeah, I mean, I got this on a whim. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, what's this? Because I've never had it. Have you had it before? Evan? I've had the I've had versions of this. Not ding dong, but there was a there was a. Uh, <laughs> I was hooked on when I was in the Philippines. I was introduced to something called boy bawang in the Philippines. This is oh, I like it. This is nitrogen packed for freshness, and you oh, could tell because it's, look at how much air is in this. Yeah, it's it looks like a big pillow. I'm afraid that if if I put any more pressure to it, it's gonna explode. <laughs> oh sure, you need to to open it. Oh my gosh! But anyways, yeah, boy bawang is a cornic snack. Absolutely wonderful. Is it like? And it's. I think it's just cornic. It's not like a. Here, I'll open it. I will open it. I'm very good at opening these. Oh, those. Okay, that way. I was just afraid that it would explode in my hand. <laughs> anyway, Ooh. 
Go! Take, 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 take it. Take a sample. That's a smell. That is a smell. How, how does it smell? Oops. Crap. I dropped something Here. before. How does it smell? Well, it smells like any snack, like peanut snack. Well, these kind of look like, are these the fava beans? They kind of look like peas. Well, there are green peas here. Are there green peas inside? Yeah, there are green peas. So again, it's cornic, green peas, cracker nuts, peanuts, and fava beans. Oh, I can taste the cornic. This is the cornic. Which one? These. These huge things. Okay, crunchy. Mm. What flavor is this? It just says snack is mix. Is there a flavor? It just says snack mix. <laughs> just says snack mix. Uh, Yeah, it just says snack mix. I could get behind this. Now, is it better than the one that you you said before? The other brand? No, it depends. Like, if I just wanted straight up cornic, I'd probably get that. Mm. This one's got like, you know, it's like a trail mix. Okay, what's with the Keebler Elf in the front? What? There's a Keebler Elf in front of this package. It's not the Keebler Elf. The Elf. He's on. He's on the mushroom. Uh, <laughs> it looks like the keyboard elf isn't the actual keyboard elf. See what's in this? Are you ready for some scaries? It's actually not bad. <laughs> I kind of like it. This is good for a snack. Sugar hydrolyzed soy protein. Mhm. Mm mmm, my favorite. F D and C yellow number five. <laughs> e number one hundred two. F D and C yellow number six. I love the taste of FD and C yellow number six. Ooh, Ed number blue number one. Edwin, you're being sarcastic. <laughs> just, I just want to point out, point it out. If you don't know Edwin, he can be sarcastic at times. This is one of those times. <laughs> oh, my favorite, Ma sodium glutamate. Okay, overall, it can't, can't be a Filipino snack without MSGs. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> overall. I mean, it's a pretty good snack. It's good. I could get behind that. Then it's Still only on. it's only a three point five ounce package. It's big enough to share with another person. Really? Okay, fine. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't want to share. <laughs> really? <laughs> if you don't want to share, fine. This is like this is like what you. The packaging is about the size of like. Like the one, you know, like the, like the Doritos or the or the Cheetos. But are they nitrogen <laughs> packs? Are they ready yeah, to explode? But they're not. Yeah, they are not nitrogen packed. No, no. These are nitrogen. It's packed. filled with air <laughs> and lies. But this is actually, yeah, no. It has I mean, to be to keep the freshness in. Nitrogen packed. I mean, isn't this basically <laughs> the Filipino version of chips? Yeah, cornic. Yeah. The thing about the thing about cornic is that Whoa, I don't know how they make it. I'm sure it's like trying to. It's like it's like it's like um like McNuggets. <laughs> cornic. Yeah, like they they get corn, they grind Oops. up and make it into a different shape. Oh. I'm not quite sure. I could be wrong, but. But I could get behind this. I could see myself working behind my desk and just like snacking on this. Uh, yeah, personally, if I were to either like say have like regular potato chips and this and I was just wanting a snack, 
I'll mm-hmm. probably choose this. It doesn't... It, there is seasoning instead of straight up salt. Mm-hmm. And it's not very overpowering. It's not. I remember, I remember like, last time I was in the Philippines, I went and bought like, like dozens of packs of boy balm oh. and stuffed it in my, <laughs> stuffed it in my check-in bag and then, <laughs> and then brought it to the office and, and, uh, I had like a little like Filipino, sorry, sorry store <laughs> in my drawer. It was great. <laughs> Well, I like about it is the green peas. Yeah, the green peas does it. See, it's not just corn. It's not just peanuts. fava beans and peanuts. And stuff. There's something healthy in there. It's got peas in it. It's got your vegetables. <laughs> I like the whole that the peanuts aren't overpowering because there are some snack mixes here in the, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Where all, that's all that you taste. The salt? Just the peanuts. The salt from the peanuts, maybe if there's M and M's. Yeah, but those are the probably two overpowered. It's got flavors well, than the others that are there. This thing has a really good umami taste to it because of the MSG. It's got to be the MSG probably. making that umami taste. I think that's what makes it. It's like that's what makes it really good. Is that I know, I know. If before you guys, before you, you listeners start emailing me about. About how bad MSGs are, right? I'm Asian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Plus, I grew up with MSGs. I'm sorry. I my parents had a big bucket of MSGs in the pantry. Plus, um, <laughs> wasn't that debunked that MSGs were what carcinogens? Wasn't it debunked? It could have been. I'm not quite sure. My my feeling about it is. Hey, why don't you just take away rice from? Take away rice. Well, I mean, <laughs> if anything, I mean, with everything, too much of everything is a bad uh, thing. Is bad anyway. Yeah, and my might I add is that MS, the MSGs is the is the last ingredient on this list. The back, it's it's right. It's after the yellows, yellow, <laughs> after the, the yellow number six. Blue number ones and all the rest. So it's good. See, and it's even got okay, so it's got monosodium glutamate, EB E621, whatever that means, <laughs> and TBHQ, which I have no idea, but it says in parentheses an antioxidant. Uh, okay. Uh. <laughs> Alright, so there you go. Okay, we're, we're really we're just stretching it right now, but actually, you know this this snack ding dong, I would eat it again. Oh, did you know that this is halal? Up there. So, for those for the Muslim <laughs> listeners out there, um, if you if you are a believer in the Islamic faith, you can have ding dong. Where's um, Edwin? Where's uh, Kolookan City? That's where? where it was manufactured. I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, it makes me wonder because, I mean, he, I don't think, I don't think, there's not very many halal uh, foods that are labeled as such here in the U.S. But then again, I'm not. There is. I mean, there's halal, there's a halal markets here. 
Oh, I know, but just you know, on the bag yeah. itself. Hello, this is hello. I know that I know that over here we have labeling practices like those that are vegan, those that are kosher, mm -hmm. and those that are grain free and all that stuff. It's kind of cool though to see. I have never seen one that says halal, so this is the first for me. So there's a lot of, I mean, there's a there's a significant size of Islam. There's a lot of oh, people yeah. in the Philippines. In the I south. Mean, Mindanao, yeah. right? I mean, come on. I see I see as many mosques in in Mindanao than, you know, as much as like Catholic churches over there. And so. also, by the way, uh Ramadan is starting. So there you go. shout out to all Oops. the practicing Muslims. Yes. I'm so sorry that we're talking about food, and if we're talking about food during your fast, I am so sorry. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You know what? Have some ding dongs. It's halal. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, this is good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you could probably find this in an Asian market. If not, there's always online. <laughs> oh yeah, there's online. Okay, enough of my um my ASMR like crunchy noises here. <laughs> I like how we apologize to the Muslim community for like. For making them hungry during their fast as you eat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm so it's, sorry. It's funny. Sorry. Um, um, all right. We're going to end the show. I think we're done. Yeah. I think we're so, just going to eat in We're just going to eat silence. a little bit. Yep. <laughs> so this is episode, what episode number are we on? 29? I believe so. Yeah. So episode 29 of Hollow Hall Hangouts. Thank you for joining us. Um, Where they can If you have, uh, if you... So, uh, if you'd like to uh, contact um, us here, it is you can also email us at hollowhollowhangouts at gmail.com. Or you can find me at TCDsEdwin on, on Twitter or at or DIYEdwin on Instagram. Yes. And then, if you want to reach me, um, you could reach me on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. Um, you could also find me on Instagram at PandaCatDragon. I'm also behind the Facebook page of Legend Creators. Um, it is both a hub for this podcast and our other podcast, Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks, if you want to check it out. Yep. Um, like, comment, subscribe, yes. share, all yes. that fun social media stuff. If anybody has... Uh know anybody who would be interested in filipino uh, culture or happenings yeah give us a shout out uh, if anyone, your friends and family if anyone knows anyone that is looking for a new location for a jollibee please hit us hit us up <laughs> <laughs> yes if anybody knows there's a jollibee near here that we don't know of please tell us <sighs> yes i'm gonna hey. eat now out of disappointment <laughs> because of that <laughs> All right. Well, this is uh, episode 29 of Hollow Hollow Hangouts. Mabuhai. Mabuhai. <laughs> <laughs>